0: Welcome to the Rocky Top Times, where we talk about all things Tennessee Falls, episode 13. My name is Sean. My name is Chase. Chase, you doing all right today? We're recording on a Monday night. I know Mondays are, uh, <laughs> oh, they're Mondays to say the least. <laughs> yep. Doing See, all right today? The, the,
1: the beginning of the, the work week. It was a great weekend, though. I mean, we had the uh, great Masters weekend and, um, you know, one of the best weeks of the, of the year. I know you're not a big golf fan, but uh, did you catch any of the Masters?
0: I just saw who won it. I don't even know the dude's name. I just know he's Japanese or something. You and should know that. So, uh, yeah, I know, right. But I think that's the only thing I know about it. Um, yeah, that I'm not even going to try and act like I know who won or, or anything about it. Hideki Matsuyama. Yeah, is, is he legit? Was he really good? Yeah, he's
1: good. I mean, the conditions there, I mean, I don't know yeah. how much you know about Augusta National or anything about the Masters, really. But um, traditionally, I mean, it's not a – overly tough golf course but what they do is they make the the greens really tough and fast and they're they're really hilly and undulating um, which a lot of people were, were saying it was going to be a really tough masters and it would be tough to get uh, 10 strokes under par so the, the winner Hideki Matsuyama won at 10 under par beat um, beat the second place guy by uh, just one shot so you know it kind of came
0: down to the end and uh it was a really good really good masters yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I, I wish the GOAT would have got to play. but Yeah, I know. Did you see that new report saying that he might have... I mean, obviously he was speeding really bad, but now they're saying he might have fallen asleep or something at the wheel. Yeah,
1: I don't know how much I would believe that, but, I mean, he was going mm-hmm. like 85 and a 45 or something like that in a known place that has quite a few wrecks, and uh, it was downhill, so I don't know. I mean, whatever they... The police questioned him. They asked him if he knew where he was at and he said he was in Florida, but he was in LA. So, I don't know. I mean, it could <laughs> just be terrible recollection. I mean, obviously a wreck, you never
0: know. Um but not even not even in the same time zone. That's pretty rough. Yeah, I, I didn't know crazy. about that. Yeah. But yeah, is so who who was predicted to win the Masters before? Do they do they have like a prediction? This is how much I know about golf. I don't know if yeah. they have like a favorite favorite or anything like that.
1: Yeah, so the, I mean, the favorite was coming in was pretty much the same people that are favored to win every game. I mean, there's the official world golf rankings, which has the number one through however many golfers, but, um, Dustin Johnson was the won the masters last year. And I think he was probably considered the favorite going into this year. Um, but he didn't even make the cut. And then Justin Thomas, Bryson DeChambeau and, you know, Jordan Spieth. There's a few others that are usually in contention every week, and uh, Spieth ended up coming in third, and uh, Justin Thomas kind of ended up – it's on the top of the leaderboard kind of going into the last day, but then he kind of fell off the last day. So um, overall it was a pretty exciting – Hideki Matsuyama had like a five-shot lead uh, at one point in the round, and then he hit the ball in the water on on 15 and uh, made a bogey while the second-place guy – made a birdie on that hole and cut it to like two or three shots. But then that guy hit it in the water on the next hole. So it was kind of a crazy turn of events there. How good are you at golf? You good? I'm not bad. I mean, yep. I wouldn't say I'm great, but um, I feel like I could beat a lot of people. <laughs>
0: get, get this guy's <laughs> not, jacket.
1: N- not that guy.
0: <laughs> not I think that he guy. would beat me by a, a lot. but Yeah. Uh, so here's how much I know about golf. I love the putt putt at the beach, like with the oct- <laughs> with the octopus coming out of the water. With it's that a mandatory wind- go to. Yeah, that that Windex waterfall, I call it. And then yeah. uh, I I legit have played golf with some buddies, maybe twice my entire life so mm-hmm. that's literally about my knowledge of golf, and we yeah. we have to play best ball or we'd be there all night so <laughs> that's that's yeah. re- that's really all we got one of them was one of my buddies it was his bachelor party and yeah. we had a good we had a great time it was fun i i enjoyed it i i'm just not good and I, and I and i feel like i don't know i feel like a lot of other people kind of ruin it for me you know i feel like i'm kind of being judged by these yeah. rich old men you know just because i can't <laughs> yeah you know, hit a golf ball a certain way. So yeah. but yeah, if you take that away from it, I would like golf a lot more. So
1: Yeah, it's a weird sport of like tradition and and just like a certain you would you picture good golfers and you picture um, you know, you picture like Tiger Woods of course, but then like the the average golfer that you you just imagine that old man cranky and just wants to get his you know, smoke a cigar, drink a six pack on the way and then, you know, hang out at the clubhouse for a while. Um, but yeah, I mean, golf's a game that you have to continuously play and uh, to get any better. And it's an expensive game to, to just be a, uh, uh just casual. a guy that plays. Yeah. A casual golfer.
0: It's an expensive game for that. Uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. It is so expensive. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I love me some top golf though.
1: Oh yeah. It's awesome. I love it. That,
0: that one, in, is there still one coming in Knoxville? I thought there yeah. was like, it's like here. over
1: in, uh, yeah, in Farragut,
0: Turkey Creek area. Yeah, no, I'm all up for that. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll I'll look like an idiot, but it's a really good time. I love Top Golf. So yeah, I feel like that's that should have been here a long time ago.
1: Yeah, I know. I thought I, I was hoping they would bring it downtown, like across the river, and then they would have like some pedestrian bridge going across to like Thompson Bowling, and you could go to one and then come to the other after the games. I thought that would be awesome, but
0: um, yeah, I guess they didn't I'll, ask me. well i think the closest one is maybe like atlanta or nashville i mean yeah there's one there's definitely one in nashville there's some in charlotte myrtle beach atlanta for sure yeah the one we went to the one in nashville and it was so much fun man yeah we went to the top and that's like Mm -hmm. where they had the bar and the food and everybody was just super nice so yeah we we had we had a real good time with that so hopefully that'll be here soon i don't i have no idea when that's expected, I don't even know if they've broken ground or anything. But I
1: think it got pushed back. like right when COVID came around. I think they were about to start with like all the permits and things like that to try to break ground, but then it kind of got pushed back. I know gotcha. that they just came out with another article a few days ago saying that they were about to start uh, like getting everything back and going again. So hopefully it'll be done. Um, You know, maybe by the end of the year. Who knows?
0: Yeah, we'll have to get out there, go have yeah. a good time. So. Awesome, man. Well, uh yeah, the Masters. Have you ever been or have you ever wanted to go? No. So that was my thing.
1: I was I was thinking about the Masters and it just got me thinking of like what would be your dream sporting event? Cuz mine is definitely the Masters. It's one of the most lucrative like tickets that you could get in all of sports. You know, tickets, you know, you put your name in a like I put my name in a, a Masters lottery every year to try to go and you can win up to like four tickets for a practice round, two tickets for a uh for a tournament round. But it's like the only way you can go without spending thousands and thousands of dollars or just like having a badge to begin with. So like I was looking at practice round for a Wednesday prior to to the tournament actually starting and it was like $1,500 just to go to a practice round. Oh my gosh. And like normal four-day badges to go to the Masters is like 10 grand. So, I mean, it's like it's impossible for almost like the average fan to get to go to unless you win that lottery. And just the the awe of Masters and going to the grounds and getting a pimento cheese sandwich like they're famous for, um, it's just something that really I've always wanted to do. But um, also seeing Tiger play, I really want to see Tiger play, but you know, with this wreck, I don't know how much uh, – I'm not sure how uh, possible that's going to be. So, so see hang that.
0: on. I know I'm getting old, but I just want to make sure I heard this right. Ten thousand yes, dollars to yeah. go watch some dudes play golf. I mean, yeah. I hope that includes airfare, hotel, food. Nope. <laughs> God.
1: It's in like I'm telling you, it's insane. Like it's to go all four days of the Masters. Like buying it from like a StubHub or a Vivid Seats or anything like that um, from a third party. It's it's insanely expensive.
0: That that's insane to me. You know how I told yeah. you how old country club guys kind of ruined yep. golf for me that's I feel it. like those are the guys making these yep. decisions and pricing this man that's so what would that be your number would that be your answer for uh your dream sport yeah. event to attend yeah the Masters? it definitely would be that's crazy man i do think it would be cool i honestly think all of the highest you know most important games at yeah. the end of the seasons like i think that any sport would be really cool heck i even think You know, say what you want about Skip Bayless, but he said his number one favorite event he's ever been to. Do you know what it was? Um, I would say World Cup. His favorite one was the Kentucky Derby. He said really? he said the Kentucky Derby that that last lap is the most exciting thing in anything in sports. Mm. I'm not saying I agree with him. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, no one ever would think Kentucky Derby, yeah. you know, unless you're from Kentucky, of course, but yeah. no one ever really thinks that when you talk about the Super Bowl, when you talk about, you know, the World Cup, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, the Masters, I think it would be really cool to go with your buddies. I guess you could say yeah. the same for all of these, but I I think that would be really cool. I This is a tough one for me, man. I would love to see Tennessee play for another national title, but <laughs> we haven't found the fountain of youth, so I think I'll be dead by then. Yeah. But if I had to if I had to pick, I I think I honestly think the World Cup would be really cool. Um Yeah. It take I mean it happens once. It happens every 4 years. That alone is pretty cool and rare to get. And I don't know. It's just something about you know international countries competing against each other. I, I think the Olympics would be really cool too. Yeah, I was like, going to say that. I think yeah. that'd be really cool to go to. Yes, like seeing the Summer Olympics take yeah. off. That that would be really really cool to see. But mm-hmm. you know anything that takes for a while to kind of reset. I mean, God, like the Olympics and World Cup, they take two years alone just to qualify you know yeah. that, that's why it takes so long you have all these countries to compete against these each, each other and all these brackets so just to get the tournament started you know is uh, yeah just to be in the yeah. tournament period is you know a huge toll so mm-hmm. i i think those would be cool i'm not a big nfl guy but i think the super bowl would be really cool to see so, Yeah, same yeah
1: i but, mean it, for all these like like i'm a i'm a huge baseball fan i think we were, we were talking about this earlier about going to world series games but you know just going to baseball, I mean, I love going to baseball games, but World Series, I mean, it could be a seven game series. I mean, I, I know every game is super important, but um, with World World Series being seven games or whoever wins four first, I mean, it could be four nothing, but um, going to that series clinching, the World Series clinching game, you know, like a game seven of a you know, the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees going up against each other, I mean, that would never happen because they're in the same division, but um, <laughs> I know what you mean, anyways. Uh, you know what I mean? G- game seven of, of a World Series or like game seven uh, of like an NBA Finals. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't go to that, but um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, Super Bowls, I mean, that would be incredible to go to, but
0: um, Tennessee in the national championship would be insane as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm donating a kidney if I have to to get oh, enough yeah. money to go see that. Like, uh, that's gonna happen, yeah, but, yeah, and in, in the NFL, like if I went to a Super Bowl. I'm not going to see Tom Brady win another freaking ring, so you can mark that <laughs> yeah. out here. I'm not going to see him. So if he's in another Super Bowl, which I'm sure he will be, uh, yeah. I'm, I will definitely not be on there. So with my luck, I would go to a Super Bowl, and it would just be an absolute landslide victory because yeah. some of them are like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I honestly think any you know the highest of the you know the highest of the two teams for any sport would be really cool to see. So. Yeah, Olympics, man. I think are they coming to Atlanta, like within the next decade or something like that. I thought the Summer Olympics were coming to Atlanta sure. soon. Yeah,
1: yeah that that sounds right. I, I mean, of course, I don't know in the year, but um, you know, it, it was a Japan this year. Or It's going to be Japan this summer.
0: Yeah, it was supposed to be last summer. Last summer. summer. But, yeah, but COVID said nope. So nope. But yeah, I think they're scheduled to have it. To host it this summer in Tokyo, Good. which that would be, be awesome. I'd love to go to Tokyo and see that. So that would be awesome. Yeah. All right, man. Well, let's talk about some football. Uh, spring football in Neyland Stadium. Have you, uh, what do you think, man? Just what are your thoughts on overall, I guess? Overall, I mean, it sounds like it's, um, it sounds like we
1: have a lot of guys out, a lot of injured guys that guys had some surgeries in the off season that are kind of in non-contact jerseys still. So, you know, the updates on, on a lot of guys, we're seeing a lot of more younger guys having to like step in and, and guys that we're not as familiar with. So I think it's kind of hard to envision like our starting lineup going into the year, since we're hearing a bunch of names that we haven't really heard of a bunch of different combinations of different position groups. um, but the open practice that was on Saturday didn't get a chance to go, but read a lot about it. Um, sounds like we had, you know, essentially what we expect um, from a lot of the position groups. And then um, especially with, like we said, a lot of positions, a lot of position guys out, uh, a lot of guys that didn't participate for some reason here, or there, suspensions, or, um, all kinds of different things. But,
0: um, But yeah, overall, I mean, it's kind of what we expect. I loved the energy that every single, <clears throat> every single one of these coaches bring. And I, I really loved seeing them on the, I mean, I wasn't there, but you know, you saw all the videos of them and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, one thing that's everybody's excited about is this offense is this fast paced offense, this n- not an air raid, but you know, similar, but just yeah. this explosive offense that Hypo has known to do with quarterbacks, receivers, running backs. So I, from what I've seen on the videos and stuff, of course it's Tennessee versus Tennessee. But <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I should be concerned about our defensive line or our linebackers. <laughs> but um, you know, our offense looked pretty good. Um, you know, again, I don't know if that's against a bad Tennessee defense, but you know, that that video that you know Price put up of D with, you know, he, yeah, it's uh,
1: <laughs> encouraging
0: to say the he, least. <laughs> yes, he was trucking people and. You know, whenever he ran it against Vanderbilt, I know I've said this before in previous episodes, but he he ran it good. He was going north and south. Yeah. You know, he had some power behind that, and I don't know, but yeah, you're exactly right. You took the words out of my mouth. It was very encouraging to see that run game build. I didn't see anything from uh, Tion Evans very much. Did you see him at they all? They said that
1: he, him, and Jabari Small were both like out with some like nagging injuries or something like that. So they didn't participate in like the 11 on 11 that they saw in the open practice. So okay, uh, it was like D Beckwith and Wynn Wright, who's an incoming freshman. And uh, I think Gwyneth Whitehead was, was out this one too. So it was really just a bunch of like walk on guys and, you know, freshmen young guys that didn't really play. And then D Beckwith, who was kind of, I guess the, the standout of the group for running backs.
0: Yeah, well that explains why I didn't see them. I didn't know they were yeah. <laughs> not playing. Yeah. So but yeah, it, it was very encouraging to see. I, I loved that. I didn't see too much passing to wide receivers. So no. I don't I don't know if they're just kinda trying to take it easy and stuff like that and just trying to get the pace of getting set up since they're gonna be going so fast. And what what was what was the speed? Didn't you say it was like eight plays in like a minute and a half or something? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, so like in eighty or ninety seconds they ran eight plays, so one play every 10 seconds or so which is pretty insane compared to you know the offense the stale offense that we had last year where we were in like one play every minute and a half um but i mean it's, it sounds like it's you know you got to you snap the ball you, you do whatever play run pass option whatever you whatever you see and then um get the ball to the to the umpire that's down there next to the line so they can get it set as quickly as possible and it's on to the next play so I think it should be good for the quarterbacks. It should be good for, you know, a lot of people where they're not thinking in between plays. They're just thinking about, you know, making quarterbacks, of course, got to make the right reads of whether they should, you know, hand the ball off or or throw it. Um, But other than that, I mean, there's not a lot of room for, you know, thinking, which I think we did a lot of last year.
0: Yeah, honestly, too much thinking. It's kind of like, when you have the kicker up there and everybody calls timeout and they're just waiting yeah. and waiting and waiting. And then all of a sudden they just, you know, they just want to get it over with because they've been impatient. Yeah. patient. So yeah, you're exactly right. And a minute and a half, eight plays that, that kind of reminds me of the old school Oregon, like when Chip Kelly yeah. was there. So, yeah,
1: I mean, I could see it being like that. I, I think our guys are going to be a little bit bigger. I don't know if we want to go that fast away. So I mean, all their guys, their linemen were like, you know, the, Typical height, but they were only like two seventy, if that. But we got some big guys still on the offensive line. We still got, you know, bigger backs. Um, we got some smaller receivers and and good sized, uh, you know, quarterbacks that can still run it. But um, yeah, I think we're gonna want to go as fast as as fast as we can where we're in control. But um, it's gonna be completely new. I, I mean, it, offense from anything we've ever seen.
0: Yeah. And I, my biggest fear is that we're not going to be able to convert on third down, and we just absolutely gas our defense because if that's, the, if that's always the problem, yeah, yeah. And like like you said, in this league, everybody in this conference has depth. Everybody has a good defense. So hopefully, we can convert on third downs much better than we did last <laughs> year's horrific yeah. season. But yeah, but I, I thought it was pretty cool, man. There were some fans in the stands too. You know yeah. that's. I don't know. It looked like there was quite a few people there for an open practice and not the mention Especially for the weather. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, uh, my son had a baseball game and we thought it was going to get rained out because yeah. I, it just was storming pretty much off and on all day, but yeah, the weather. I mean, a lot of people probably thought it was going to get called off and stuff, but mm-hmm. I think I they was,
1: said there was a few hundred there and uh, I mean, they had just announced it. You know, the practice was on Saturday. They announced it Thursday. So I mean, people had really two days to prepare, um, to go to a, a you know an open practice where the weather was not supposed to be great, but they ended up holding off. But
0: still, I mean, you know, a few hundred. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Did anybody on the defense stand out? Because we I know we talked about Beckwith at running back. That's and then uh, who do you know who number twenty three is? Because he made a pretty good run too. I don't know who that was, was was that T Hodge maybe. I don't, I don't know. At least may, maybe running I'm going back, crazy.
1: I think I, I might. I be. know they said that Jalen Wright, who is our freshman incoming freshman guy, but he was supposed to have some good runs, um, and he actually like showed out. You know, he actually played pretty well, according to what I've read. Um, yeah. looked like he could be serviceable at least.
0: I saw Lineth Whitehead is still kind of in between. Like they they yeah. don't know if he's officially going to switch to linebacker or not. But well, he but, should if he wants to get on the field. Yeah, the longer this goes on, the less likely I think this switch is going to happen. But mm-hmm. our, our linebacker position's really thin, so we—if yeah. you, you're yeah. right. If he wants to see the field, I think he should make that switch. But he sounds pretty firm with one t- wanting to stay at running back. So that's what yeah. made him turn away from South Carolina because they were recruiting him hard, you know, at linebacker. So mm-hmm.
1: yeah, Jaylen Wright is number twenty-three.
0: He, okay, yeah. He, he made a pretty good run, so
1: yeah. I was pretty impressed with that as well. He's decent size, too. Six foot, 200.
0: Yeah. That's pretty decent for a running back incoming yeah. freshman. Not bad. And he's wearing number 23, so he better bring something to the table, kid. MJ. That's right, man. I watched, yeah. I watched Space Jam the other night because my kids oh, yeah. hadn't seen it yet. and Man, just <laughs> all the childhood. Now he's just yeah. worried about an alien going inside yeah. him and taking something. <laughs> yeah. So so, um, what was your biggest? Did you have any big concerns uh, or any any concerns? I guess that you saw.
1: Yeah, uh, The biggest concern that I mean, most people, if you if you follow Tennessee closely, you know that we've lost a lot at linebacker. We kind of plug in place right now. We got you know our our starters that we think would pro- most likely be starting at inside linebacker would are kind of out right now with some some injuries. Jeremy Banks and then. You know, we got some other guys suspended, Martavius French, and then uh, Aaron Willis, both suspended right now. Oh, God. And then, uh, I mean, they just look uh, – I mean, we have like a, our Wong Snappers playing linebacker right now. That's how much depth we have there right now because we have <laughs> so many guys out. It's just insane. So, obviously, they're a pretty big, weak spot. Um, but, I mean, we're going to get some depth back. And if, if they don't add – a transfer linebacker at some point, you know, during this time, then I think it's going to be uh, a pretty big miss for the staff because we have to get some depth there. Speaking uh, that's,
0: of, yeah. I was just going to say, speaking of, you know, transfer linebackers, what about that guy from Texas? That Texas, yeah. He just entered the portal like a few days ago and mm-hmm. uh,
1: he was like the leading tackler for the Texas Longhorns last year. So and he just entered the transfer portal as a linebacker. Um, Heard there could be some academic issues,
0: but I don't know if that's really true or not. Yeah, and you know, say what you want about the Big Twelve, but their offenses are pretty legit. And if he's a yep. leading tackler, you know, in that conference, I'll take that any day. He, yep. he was recruited pretty high, so or highly linked recruit, high ranked recruit coming out of high school. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Good experience yeah. too, which is what we need a linebacker.
0: Yes, definitely. Since Henry T. Bounced and well, not officially bounced, but he's gone. And I just wish they'd make up their minds. Crouch. Yeah, please, guys, just leave. <laughs> just, stay or out leave. Them. Get in. <laughs> yeah, stay or leave and just leave us alone. We, we need an answer soon. It's driving us nuts. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I agree with you. Linebackers are very concerning. I was a little concerned with the defensive line just because, you know, these fresh running backs were doing good. I know I keep saying this, but I don't know who stepped up or who needs to pick it up. that That's the bad thing about these practices and the orange and white game, you know, because someone else's highlight is another person's concern. So, mm-hmm. but uh, I was a little concerned with the defensive line. I have all the faith in Rodney Garner. I think he's a heck of a position coach. So, it w- even if I even if I am concerned about the defensive line just from the practice, he's got a lot of time to fix this. You know, fall yeah. still, you know, a ways away so but i would say defensive line but if we're talking about individual concerns um i'll I'll talk about salter man (laughs) just that it sounds like he's gonna be back soon though it doesn't sound like there's gonna
1: be anything like all his charges were dropped and and all that kind of stuff so he should be back they're they're saying before the end of the spring was gonna close but um i mean we only have what what like a Another week and a half or two.
0: Yeah, needs to hurry up. But I don't know. It, it's just it's just another another part of being a Tennessee fan. You get this highly ranked recruit quarterback coming in. Everybody wants him to step up, be the leader, and then just just decision making. I'm not talking about decision making with you know what he was charged for. Just you know why put yourself in that situation. You know you're yeah. you're a young kid coming out of high school, but. Maybe this is a big learning lesson. Maybe he'll eat his eat his humble pie, but I uh, I do think he'll grow from it, but he's going to I'm sure Hypo's kind of talked to him about it as well. Yeah. You know, he's kind of got to show it on the field as well, but mm-hmm. these these are just kids, man. We got to remind ourselves that these are just kids at the end of the day. You got, how far how long ago does high school seem to you? That seems so long ago. Uh,
1: it's been exactly like nine years for me. Yeah. Got my ten, yeah. re- 10 year reunion next year.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and these it's kids, crazy. you know, are just coming out of that. So they it's are. easy for us as mature adults to say, don't do dumb stuff. But, you know, everybody was we, young we, and in college. We've been in college. <laughs> <laughs> we know what goes on. Yeah. But, but yeah, man. Um, hopefully he'll step up. I think he'll learn from this. And mm-hmm. if we're talking about an individual that impressed us, we've been talking about it the whole time but I, I really like that run by D back with. So he uh, There was
1: also some good information on like our safeties and then Warren Burrell our cornerback. Mm-hmm. Um you know we had a few interceptions and some team periods that sounded like they were actually really good plays and overall I think there's a there's a wide receiver Jimmy Callaway, that's been impressing a lot of people uh, pushing for a starting spot. Uh, I know Hyatt's out right now kind of with an injury. I think he's kind of going through practice but he's not going through like contact or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it sounds like Jimmy Holiday is,
0: uh,
1: or Jim, Jimmy Callaway. God, they just get I get those mixed up. It's Holiday,
0: but, I think, number ten. But I'm talking about Callaway. You're talking about Callaway, okay?
1: Callaway, who, whichever, whatever his first name is, um, <laughs> he's he's supposed to be stepping up, making some fantastic plays, and making really good just catches in general. So um, yeah. he's another one to kind of look out for. It could be getting a lot of playing time coming up. I know we were kind of excited about him coming into the last year, but I don't I don't know if he ever saw the field to be honest.
0: Yeah, uh, he might have been in one play, but I don't think he ever got the ball. Yeah. At least I don't remember. But yeah, yeah we'll see. But anyway, I mean, I, you know, the
1: safety's having some interceptions. You know, we need we need them to step up, and get some turnovers because, um, you know, if our linebackers come back and they actually play decent, I think our defense could be okay i don't think that they're going to be by any stretch of the means you know world beaters or good but <laughs>
0: yeah they could be all right weren't there talks about Alonte taylor getting number two reps
1: yeah i don't it's so hard to read into these like you don't know if it's like situational stuff or or kind of what they're doing or if you know if he could have something going on who knows but uh, it sounded like Kenneth George and Awante, not Awante, but Warren Burrell were running first team cornerback snaps with Awante running um, second team. So that would be something to kind of watch going forward.
0: Yeah, that's cool, man. I- I'm excited. I've also heard, is it Tamarian McDonald? I- I've heard he stepped up yeah. big time this spring, and he's been doing yeah. really good things. Mm-hmm. And the coaches, they keep talking about Jabari Small. They keep talking about his attitude. And just how everybody is just extremely bought in. And that's yeah. that's hard to do after what we've been through. So Yeah. Definitely very excited. I, I just can't wait to see all this energy, all these coaches, you know, on their social medias and everybody's Our just Our boy Eckler. Eckler, yeah, get your chili hot. I, I love that guy. <laughs> I, I would He's love so funny. I would love to just have a beer with that dude. I don't know if he could sit Red down Bull. for five minutes though. Have a Red Bull with him. Yeah, I feel like I have Did I'd you see to, him get
1: that on Twitter? Did you see him get that Red Bull fridge full of just all yeah. Red Bull and that's it? The I whole bet thing that, was just full.
0: That thing lasts probably 17 hours. Yeah. And then he has probably. to like restock that thing. So yeah.
1: He wakes up and just chugs a Red Bull, I'm sure, 4 o'clock in the morning. What would you say? You ran like. <laughs> 16 miles a day or so
0: <laughs> yeah like he wakes up and at least he says he does and i believe him but he, yeah he gets on there and posts oh just ran you know 10 miles this morning just a mild jog and then he coaches practice then after that he posts. no oh, just went for a nice evening stroll 10 more miles get your chili hot <laughs> i'm like good lord, man like how do you have this He's much so energy he is he is but th- the thing that's really cool about having that attitude is it's contagious and Mm -hmm. you need that right now I I feel like everybody's feeding off of him so yeah I love it I can't get enough of it so
1: yeah it sounds like there's a different vibe going around sounds like they're just having more fun I mean obviously last year was miserable for him so I mean it couldn't be much worse but yeah I I think I saw Mm -hmm. him coming off the field the other day and they were they were had like big Gatorade tub things full of ice cream again so it was kind of fun but
0: yeah
1: um yeah i mean i think just small things like that can kind of change the culture around especially, and that's
0: what good yeah
1: uh, just you know being happy off the field i think just changes how you play on the field to be honest i mean you're more loose you're not thinking as much and you're i mean if you trust your teammates more you're you're more um more likely to focus on what you need to do rather than thinking that you have to you know, make up for somebody else.
0: And that's what we spoke about when Pruitt, you know, before he got fired, but everybody was asking, how do we fix it? How do we fix it? Every insider, every coach, every podcast, they were all like you got to start by making it fun. You have mm-hmm. to. And I feel like Hypo has started that, you know, having them buy in, have fun, and I love the family atmosphere that they're doing. I feel yeah. like they're truly making them feel like, like a family. And Tennessee football, you know, they put out a video of Hypo and he had his mom and his sister and everybody. He introduced him to the team, and everybody was hugging everybody. Everybody was laughing. I, I never saw that with Pruitt, you know, no. e- ever. And I'm, I'm not saying Pruitt should have so done serious. it. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not saying Pruitt should have done it, or you know, if he would have done it, that would have saved his job, you know. But, start, I don't know. He he's a big family man, and you can definitely tell. So, I, I yep. if I was a recruit, that would definitely appeal to me. So, but orange and white game, man, it's it's coming up April 24th. Isn't that crazy? April 24th is not that far from now. Like mm-hmm. how how are we already like in mid April? <laughs> so I know it's that's
1: the most insane
0: part that it's already April. Yeah. Yeah, April 24th, though, orange and white game. Be we're there. Tr- yeah, yeah, we're we're going to try and go. I think we'll have a good time and hopefully get blown away by this offense. So <laughs> I just want to Hopefully, they'll be
1: throwing the trash cans and trying to hit the goalposts and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Remember Jones doing that?
0: <laughs> the field day event. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, the sack cafe- race and stuff like that. The public <laughs> government funded cafeteria trash cans. Let's throw it in there. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully it'll it'll be fun. I just want to shotgun a Red Bull with Eckler on the fifty. That. I know. <laughs> if That'll
1: if any real. of y'all know Eckler, tell him we want him on the podcast.
0: Please, yeah, have him reach out to us. So his his Twitter game is so strong too, so yeah. strong. So orange and white game April twenty fourth. I'm excited. I'm excited to see that. I don't know if it's. Have they talked about who's going to air it or anything?
1: Uh. Probably the SEC Network, if I had to guess.
0: They Uh, might have like an alternate channel too. Yeah. Okay. And do you know what time it is? Four o'clock. Four o'clock. So hopefully it's good weather. It's been, I don't know. I I feel like every, (laughs) we work Monday through Friday and we're off on the weekends. And Monday through Friday it's beautiful weather, and then as soon as Saturday hits, yeah. just, it's like a hurricane, like rain clouds, yep. or, or they'll call for rain, but it really it's just, you know, tornado weather, no rain, just hail. So, yep. hopefully, 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 <laughs> we'll have some good weather. So, mm-hmm. all right, man, let's switch gears to recruiting. So, let's do a recruiting update. The only, you follow recruiting much more than I do. I, I try to keep up, but you're like the Jedi master with recruiting. Yeah. Right. But I, I know, I know we got these twins that are thinking about committing soon that they mm-hmm. have been crystal balled to us. I think we're favored to land these guys uh, based on 24 seven sports. Mm-hmm. So um, are they the Keaton twins?
1: Yeah. Well, they're the Wade twins. So the Wade Keaton twins. and Dest- Keaton and Destin Wade, they're twins. Um, they're from West Tennessee. So they're Tennessee guys. We want to keep them in state Keaton. I think they're both four stars. Uh, Keaton is the the higher. I think he's ranked like 180th or something like that overall outside the linebacker. Uh, pretty big dude. He's like 6'4", 220 or something like that. So
0: yes, please. Could really
1: could really use him. Um, really, really bad. Destin Wade. He's kind of like a he's an all around guy. I think he plays quarterback right now. But and I was I was trying to figure out kind of what he would be going forward. And I don't know if he would stick a quarterback, but um, he's about six, three, like 200 pounds. So, I mean, he could be a, you know, a wide out. I think there was some talk about him trying to potentially be a running back or, um, uh, somewhere in the secondary on the defensive end. So you never know. I think, uh, it sounds like we're battling Kentucky for him. It sounds like they're going to commit together and they're committing on Friday of this week. So April the 16th, I believe that's Friday, but, um, Yeah, it sounds like it's uh, becoming a closer battle than what we've thought. Uh, They just visited Kentucky this past weekend, and it sounds like they had a fantastic time. And uh, the Kentucky people think that they have a uh, really good shot at them, but from, from the Tennessee's perspective, I think they feel pretty decent about their shot, but not as good as prior to the Kentucky visit.
0: It almost sounds like Tyler Barron's recruiting. You remember mm-hmm. how we were kind of yeah. skeptical because he had a great Kentucky visit too, but ultimately mm-hmm. he stayed home. So that's what it sounds like, you know, but man, yeah. six, four, I, I would, that linebacker, I would love that. Yeah. So six four
1: two four star outside linebacker. His brother's is six, how, three, two Oh five
0: for a this, four star. This is how much we've fallen off the rails. We are competing with Kentucky to keep in-state recruits. That's- well, it's kind of weird because Keaton's like
1: a, you know, he's a top 200 prospect. So, I mean, you'd think that he would be, you know, up there with a lot of the bigger time programs, but I don't know if he, his brother's a little further down. I think he's right outside the top 300, uh, mm-hmm. but he's still listed as a four-star and he still could go up. And um, I don't know if they're just, they're dead set on playing with each other. Um, so, I mean, Kentucky and Tennessee, I guess. Both schools that offered both of them, and uh, yeah, I guess there's some of the more top programs that they'd rather play for. But yeah, I mean, Kentucky's really stepped up their game lately, especially on the football recruiting uh,
0: side. Yeah, I can't believe that. Hopefully, they're like the next Barry twins. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know Elliot didn't do too much, but yeah, I loved having Evan Barry. Loved him. He was probably Mm -hmm. the best kickoff returner I've ever seen in my lifetime so, yeah yeah i'm, I'm excited yeah, few, man
1: yeah yeah a few others that we're kind of keeping our eye on i think um a lot of these guys we think that we're leading for for tennessee elijah herring who he is was an outside linebacker as well these guys are all three stars so there's about four guys that we feel pretty decent about going forward elijah herring three star outside linebacker uh vincent vincent sneed He's a strong side defensive end, 6'4", 230, three-star. Giovanni Davis, a defensive tackle. And then uh, Taven Jackson, who a lot of people are pretty excited about. He's a uh, three-star quarterback. Pretty big dude, Uh, 6'4", 200 pounds. Sounds like he's pretty athletic and can really throw it. So um, I think he just had like a pretty big performance at a camp, whereas sounds like he may be moving up in the rankings pretty good.
0: Yeah, that that would be a huge get if we yeah. get him because um he might be the first quarterback that Heupel is wanting to get out of high school to fit this Tennessee system. So yeah. or, to fit his system in Tennessee. So yeah, obviously he's he's something and yeah, I I've seen him quite a bit actually. Isn't he like mm-hmm. he's really high up in the recruits. I'm surprised he's only a three star, but I think he's pretty good in his position group. Maybe like a top ten quarterback position group or yeah. guess, so, something I, like that. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so definitely, I, I really hope we get those Keaton twins because or, <laughs> Keaton twins. I hope we get the Wade twins <laughs> because they're in state. We got a We got to get somebody from Tennessee to commit to Tennessee. I mean, yeah, and eight. I
1: think that they would really kick off like the you know come to Tennessee bandwagon kind of thing that you know usually schools get their first few commits and those are what kind of really gets the class going. Yeah. So you know if if they could be in state guys that can recruit other in state guys um hopefully they can uh you know really start that class off
0: yeah i agree we were hoping ty simpson was gonna kick it off but we all yeah. we all saw how that went got our hearts broken yeah we did so i saw in basketball the transfer portal so i saw that five-star recruit that was did he leave north carolina he was in the portal for north carolina
1: yeah walker kessler He was a five-star last year. He was a freshman this year at North Carolina. We were in the running for him whenever he committed to North Carolina last year, so we thought we had a pretty good shot for him. Um, And it was thought to be either he was going to return back to North Carolina or uh, Gonzaga lean, but then out of nowhere today he committed to Auburn. So old Bruce Pearl got us again. And, um, you know, going in with Jabari Small next year, going to Auburn, I think they're going to have a pretty dang good backcourt seven footer and a 6'10 or 6'10 guy
0: it's scary to think about Bruce Pearl yep. beating up on Tennessee again so yep. Could probably I win his ho- seventh in a row I was hoping for that we lost a few too in the portal since the last time we've aired but I'm sure y'all yeah. are aware do you do you know any of the t- top of your head so far we've lost Drew Pember
1: um, mm. Devontae Gaines, EJ Anisicki, and Corey Walker <laughs>
0: That's like a whole basketball team, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, I think it's honestly, I think it's good. I I mean, I don't think none of them are really going to see the court ever. Corey Walker, we were kind of high on coming into the year. He was a freshman. He was ranked in like the top 70 or something. He was a four-star guy. So we thought he could have some kind of impact, but he didn't even play a single minute this year. So,
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and that's a shame because – here you are. You have a chance to really shine at a good university, and a good, now we're doing okay in basketball. So, yeah, I uh, don't know. You never know what's going on with these, you know, these kids. You know, sometimes something happens with family. Uh, sometimes they were promised something in recruiting. You just you we'll never know the story ever. <laughs> but yeah, then know. we added two uh, basketball coaches because um,
1: Desmond Oliver got hired on at ETSU as their head coach, and then Kim English, like we said. Last time was uh, hired at George Mason. Yeah. So we just, we added Rod Clark. Um, and then we just added, I think it was made official today or yesterday, Justin Ganey, He was assistant head coach at Marquette. So uh, pretty good hires. supposedly. Uh, younger guys, sounds like they can recruit pretty well,
0: except for Justin Ganey, he looks a little older. Maybe not. Yeah. So he's going, so that guy's going to ETSU. Shout out to... The Buccaneers, go Bucks! I, miss, right. me so, I miss me, I miss me. Yeah, I'm a ETSU alum and I miss pals every day, oh, every yeah. day. So hopefully they'll so come good. down here. I will say, like we've we've had a Culver's in our area that's relatively new and it's helped fill <laughs> that empty the space. Void. Yes, it's helped fill that void, but <laughs> nothing beats those Frenchie fries, man, or that double big pal. So yeah, buddy. Yeah, Dale. Well, uh, yeah, is that all for basketball? You want to switch gears? Yeah,
1: I think uh, basketball we should be getting some transfers in probably, hopefully soon. We need losing all these guys. We
0: need to add some guys. Awesome, man. Well, Yeah, well, uh, let's switch gears to baseball. What a crazy – not crazy, but exciting, I guess. But they had a really cool series against Florida – and it's really cool mm-hmm. because we won. We won the series. I know everybody was hoping to get their brooms out for the suite, but yep. a- anytime you can beat Florida in anything, you got to take those odds as a Vol fan. So, yep. But right now, we're currently ranked number three after that, according to the yep. D1 baseball rankings, right?
1: Okay. So I think I made a mistake. So this is, like, I think that was on USA Today. Okay. Um, you know, there's so many different polls. According to like D1 baseball, we were ranked number five. Okay. Um, but we were as high as number 3, so I think you're supposed to go with whichever one was highest, high. who knows. Well,
0: <laughs> oh, 5 through 3, we're one of those dang it and yeah. that's that, that's pretty good. And yeah. we're, we're in a loaded conference, right? <laughs> yeah, we have like, I think there's six or seven teams in the top 10. That's insane, Still yeah. absolutely insane. So, our record right now is 27 and 6 overall. So, we're 9 and 3 in the SEC. Did you see that? How many series has have we won? Because it was the first time we've won like our first four and series since, since 1970. 1970? That's yeah, I think insane. it's first four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably because we always play Florida. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> for right for floor. some
1: of y'all non baseball fans to win a series, you play three game series over the weekend. Um, to win the series, you, of course, you have to win at least two of those. So that was our first time in four se- four series consecutively that we've won the series. Um, since nineteen seventy, which is pretty cool. I mean, um, it's pretty hard to do that, especially with a loaded conference like we had this year. Like we said,
0: yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know much about baseball, but I do know one thing: that coach needs a lifetime extension. He needs to get that John Calipari
1: contract. Yeah, we've got to do something to
0: keep him around, or he ain't gonna stay long. I don't know anything about his contract. Is it up soon? Is he getting so under we just bait? gave him
1: an extension? We gave him a, an extension last year. Fulmer did he's making decent money for um but I would College say that he'll coach. be getting another raise uh, baseball coaches typically don't earn not nearly as much as like football like the highest paid baseball coach in division one is like a million um oh, and wow. I think I think Vitello's earning
0: like 650 this year 600,000 or something that's insane to me it's only a million yeah. I mean mm. I know like it's Depends on the revenue and stuff and profits that you bring in. But still, I thought they'd make more than that. Golly. Mm -hmm.
1: So I would say that he'll probably get another bump this year. I think he's scheduled to get another bump, like just like his annual raise essentially. But I'd say he'll probably get another bump and extension. And then we're going to have to promise him like some some facility upgrades and a bunch of other stuff because we're definitely lacking in that area compared to the rest of the SEC.
0: Yeah, that's sad because Tennessee has the resources. They have the money. I mean, yeah. we paid probably a trillion dollars in buyouts the past <laughs> decade. So, yeah. I mean, I don't want to hear that. Well, it's too much money. We, we can do it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah well, Danny Elson needs a uh, facelift. Yeah, <laughs> Danny White, give that man anything he wants. So, But, yeah, and Florida at the time, so – Florida preseason weren't they ranked one or in the top three yeah. like they, I they think were, they were in
1: the, they're at least in the top five I don't remember exactly where they were but I think some people had them at number one
0: yeah they, they were way. and I mean I'm not saying they're bad because we beat them you know I'm just saying it feels good to beat them because they, they were they were yeah. a quality opponent they were very good and yeah. they were number 12 at the time that we beat them so mm-hmm. and All those games were close. Every single one of them. I kept trying to refresh everything because I was on the go and I was nervous. And we almost had the sweep, wasn't it? Just by one.
1: Yeah, we won. We won six to four, and then we won five to four, and then we lost six to seven. So, um, but we were leading like right until the last couple innings, and then they hit a home run or something like that and took the lead,
0: and then we couldn't come back. They really wanted that sweep, and that's that's really cool hearing you read the scores back because, you know, six to seven and the last one, a lot of teams can kind of just give up and say, oh, we won, who cares? But mm-hmm. they, they really wanted that sweep. So yeah. who do we got coming up next in baseball?
1: Uh, we got the biggest series of the year. Um, you know, we're ranked number three. We got Vanderbilt coming up this weekend at home. Vanderbilt's ranked number two. Um, so, I mean, this is probably Tennessee's first ever – you know, top three matchup in the history of our program. Um, it's a huge matchup. We got, you know, Kamar Rucker coming in and then uh, what's the other guy's name? Leiter or something like that. That's on Vanderbilt. They're number one and two starters, potentially, you know, top three picks, both of them in the in next year's MLB draft. So um, big time arms, big time pitchers. They got some good players. So should be a tough test. Should be uh, something to see, especially with the uh, two top three programs.
0: So that Walker pitcher from Vanderbilt is Tracy Rockers. The yeah. old Vanderbilt. Rucker, yeah. Or old Tennessee position group coach. Yeah. So yeah. he's got a cannon. Yeah. He does <laughs> mid, mid to high 90s consistently. Yeah. No thanks, man. I'm just <laughs> just keep, me, keep me in the batting cages. That's right. <laughs> That's insane to me. So, who do you think you think we uh, you think we can pull it off, or do you think this will be the first loss of the series? Or
1: you know, I you know they lost. We played Georgia earlier in the season and we beat them two out of three times. Vanderbilt just played them over the weekend and lost two out of three. So it should be a pretty good game. I think if you know if our bats show up, I think we'll have a good chance. Because I think I heard our pitching keeps us in games. But
0: yeah, I, I, yeah, I heard the bats hurt us during our last game against Florida. So, And we don't have a
1: ton of guys that are hitting for a really, really high average.
0: Like, you know,
1: typically you would think a top three program, you have a bunch of guys that are just, you know, smacking the ball over the place. But, you know, we have really timely hitting. We have good, you know, situational hitting and things like that. And our pitching keeps us in games. And
0: um,
1: it just seems like that's been helping us a lot.
0: Man, it's going to be a good one. So do you know if it's here or – is yeah, it in Murfreesboro? Okay, cool. Yep. Man, I bet that stadium's going to be packed like no other. At least, yeah, as much as it can be. As much as it can be. Man, I, I hope. Do, do you know, is there like a capacity for the orange and white game since it's not like an official game? I'd say there will be. I'd say no. it's, you
1: know, I mean, typically, I don't remember what the most orange and white fans have been there, but it was like whenever the butch era was going on it was, was it like 40 or 50,000, <laughs> 60,000 maybe
0: the field day
1: yeah but i would say they'll probably keep it around i mean i can't imagine more than 40 or 50,000 people being there
0: no oh, yeah i mean everybody's so sick of <laughs> new coaches trying to turn it around so i'm yeah. not but i feel like a lot of the- fans of just kind of wait and see type mode so they don't even want to yeah. bother with the orange and white game but i'm excited yeah. about it yeah me too so, yeah that's crazy dude orange and white game already it seems like yesterday we were looking for a coach
1: <laughs> right after pro was just, gone just give it another three years and we will be <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man well d- did you have anything else you want to add before we wrap this thing up Nope, i'm good all right, well guys, that's going to do it for this episode of The Rocky Top Times. Be sure to check us out on social media, Facebook or under we got our Facebook page The Rocky Top Times and be sure to follow us on Twitter as well. It's starting to kind of take off here with followers and stuff and we appreciate all you guys following us, but our Twitter account Rocky Top Times 98. So, that's going to do it for this episode. My name is Sean. My name's Chase. As always, go Vols. Go Vols.